Matic. Becky, great ball in. Ellen White for Manchester City. Welcome to this week's episode of MCW Fancast. I'm Emma, thanks for listening. On this week's episode, I'm joined by Dave and Jane from the OSC as we look back on what's been a massive weekend of results in the Women's Super League. We also look ahead to Friday, the big one, the Manchester Derby. We're joined by Natalie from the Barmy Army and we're also joined by John from the All For United fan channel. Let's not mess around, let's just get straight into it. Dave, Jane, how are you both? Hope you're keeping well. Hi, Emma. Yeah, fine. Thank you. Yeah, Emma, good. Had a good, enjoyable weekend. So uh, I'm very well at the moment. Good stuff. Good stuff. So obviously, we were chatting about Sunday, Dave, over the weekend. And I think we both agreed that there has probably never been a more exciting weekend of women's football across the league from top to the bottom of the table. Some really significant results that will favour City, obviously, in their title contention. But for us now, it's all about continuing to control the controllables. And that really starts on Friday against Manchester United. Yeah, well, that's it, obviously. I mean, the results that went for us on Sunday, we, we saw the United result before we played. And then as we were playing, the Chelsea result came in. Uh, and you're thinking, we've got to win, we've got to win. Because as you say, you can only affect the games that you've got yourself, that you're playing in. You know, the other games, they're both shock, shock defeats for United and Chelsea, but that's football and we all know that can happen. Um, so you can only worry about, we said this the other week on the podcast, Emma, that it's an old cliche, but you just worry about your next game. And that's what we were doing. And, and we went to Arsenal, which is a tough place to go. And I thought we thoroughly deserved to win the three points. I thought we were excellent um, and with a better team on the day, which is, you know, added add to that the other results. It was a fantastic day. Massive Three points picked up on the road away to Arsenal at Meta Park. The opener scored on the half volley by Ellen White in a 50, was it 54th league goal, becoming all time got top goal scorer in the WSL. I mean, what a way to mark such a milestone with such a fantastic first time finish as well for Mellon. It was an absolute brilliant finish. It was one that she can be really proud of and um, to take a kind of, like you say, to that landmark number that makes her the top scorer in the WSL. And I don't think you can underestimate how big a game Sunday was for us. You know, we go into that game four points ahead of Arsenal and, you know, the win is the difference between being seven points ahead of them or them being one point behind us. It's such, you know, like you say, it is a bit of a cliche. These games are six pointers, but they really are that important. Um, Just on Ellen White, though, I think in all honesty, she's probably gone under the radar a little bit, overshadowed by the likes of Chloe Kelly, Lauren Hemp, but... Ellen really still has such a vital role to play in the, in terms of that link-up play. And it's something that, you know, Chloe was speaking about at uh, full-time, saying that they've been working really hard in training and it's really starting to come to fruition for the players and for Gareth Taylor. I mean, how impressive you've been with 
Ellen and her involvement? I've been massively impressed with Ellen. I'm a big fan of Ellen. I think it's not just about a goal scoring for Ellen. She she plays so well for the rest of the team. She plays well with a back to goal, gets the ball down for people. You know, a link up play with the other forward players is really good. So I think it can be, like you say, maybe she's gone under the radar a little bit and it can be easy for people to not so much criticise, but for people to not kind of realise what an impact she's had on the game. And I think recently, especially, she's been she's been outstanding. She's had such, you know, massive parts to play in all the games. And I think it's uh, it's only right that she's uh, recognised as, you know, as it stands, the best striker in the WSL. And Arsenal were able to find their equaliser through Caitlin Ford, but it looked for me like City were the most likely to go on and find the winner in that game. I mean, did it feel like that for you, Dave? It did, yeah. I feel that Arsenal, I think the Arsenal goal, a good goal from their point of view, it was the one time we seemed to maybe just switch off and let them just get a head start on us. And then obviously we were backpedaling. It was a good ball and a great finish. But after that, even. I thought they had a little spell after our time when they scored in 10 minutes. But after that, I thought we dominated the game. Plenty of chances. And it was one of those where, where Ellen hit the post and then Lauren tried to knock the rebound. And then you just, you know, you're not thinking, oh, it's not our day. But, you know, you just you just get one of these in. But the way that Chloe was playing down that line, I thought Lucy Bronze and Chloe Kelly second half down that line were creating so many chances um, for, that sooner or later we were going to take one because we've got such quality up front. And, and we did. Uh, I thought Chloe was outstanding. I thought Lucy was outstanding. Was, there was quite a number of just really good performances. And when you take into the account the opposition, which is top top class as well, it's just a great win. And what a, what a goal to win it. Fantastic, Heather. Chloe Kelly and Lauren Hemp combining once more. It was a really well-worked goal as well. And the perfect header from Hempo. I mean... <laughs> just flew through the air and it, <laughs> I don't think I've ever been so elated this season for a goal to be to go in and it was such a again a, a really classy finish and uh, Lauren reading the game really well to seal seal the win yeah they seem to have a great understanding um not only providing crosses in for someone like Ellen to finish but what's really good is that one one of them you've got one of them flying down the wing the other one is getting in the box as well for, for things like the Lauren goal and you know they've got the quality and the skill to get on the end of something like that, someone like Lauren. And it's, it's you know, I mean, we've spoken many times about Lauren and everyone knows my feelings on her. She's a fantastic player, Chloe this season as well. And I don't think it's um, a coincidence that since those two have linked up and Lauren's got back in the team, that we've started to click better as a team. I think it is, you know, those aren't coincidence things. I think, you know, we've got, she has such a big effect on this team, Lauren. And it also takes some of the pressure off it being just Chloe we can do it down both flanks now as well. Fantastic. It's really, really good. And we're in a good place at the moment for me. Yeah. yeah and I think you can't underestimate either, you know, Lauren Emp comes in to score that header, but because of the understanding they've got, she knows where she would put that ball. So she thinks Chloe will put that ball in the same place and kind of they build that understanding up more and more. So they both know where they would put that ball in for a goal or where they would like to play the cross in and where they want the other person to be so they can kind of work off that for each other as well. It's, it, yeah. it was literally, though, pinpoint precision. Perfect. It was, it, it was perfect. And, you know, we spoke about Lauren and, and Chloe a lot, you know, recently, but it's ha- it's just so impossible not to because, you know, the team are playing really well. Yeah, you know, you could you could, you know, we could talk about all the team and the contributions. Everyone's had a really, you know, important role to play. But the the joy and 
you know, the football that we're playing, it's just so enjoyable to watch. It is. It's the city way. It's the, you know, it's 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 a passing, fast attacking football. Um, it's the way we play, and and, and it's it's the best way to play for us because we've got the players that that suit that style. I know a lot of people were worried that Sam was out, but look how well the midfield stepped up and played. Look how well Caroline Weir's been performing. Yeah. Uh, in the games where Sam's not been, Sam's been a great player for us. Don't get me wrong. Up to Christmas, you know, she's been such a great asset. But obviously, then she was out injured and away with America. And look how how the other players have stepped up and stepped in when they've had to. Um, you know, put Laura Coombs into that bracket. Whenever she's been called on, she's played really well. And that's the sign of a great squad, which is what we've got at the moment. Yeah. Um, obviously, uh, we're not too sure whether Sam will be available uh, for Friday, but it's encouraging to hear that she's on her way back. But, I mean, Arsenal really did look at the weekend like a, a bit of a depleted squad in terms of they didn't really have as many options. But, you know, with the starting eleven from the Arsenal team that they that they put out on, on paper, I mean, it it looked really strong. Were you quite surprised by the way um, Arsenal came out? Because it, it wasn't as competitive as perhaps what we thought it might be. Yeah, I think so. I think, like you say, you look at the at the first 11 that they've got and it's a really strong squad still. They've got some great players in there, great attacking players, great defending players. Um, so I think Arsenal fans are probably going to be scratching their head a little bit as to why when it's come to playing the top three this season, why they've been found wanting a bit so far. Um, obviously, you know, there's the Chelsea game that's going on right now, Arsenal-Chelsea, so we'll see how that one ends up. But I think as an Arsenal fan, I'd be wondering a little bit why we weren't performing a little bit better and why we weren't in the mix a little bit more. They, they have had injuries and that is to be, you know, every, every club has injuries and it's, you know, sometimes it can be worse than others. I don't think not playing for three weeks before has helped them either. They looked a little bit rusty to me Sunday, whereas we're at full pelt and flying. And it takes a good team to stop us when we're at, you know, when we're doing that, when we're flying. And I didn't think they had it in them to stop us second half. As you said before, Emma, you could feel that second goal coming. Yeah. You know, we were playing so well. So maybe a little bit off the pace from from what we're used to with Arsenal. Um, You know, we beat them, I think, Pete put up on, on Twitter that that's the fourth time in a row we beat Arsenal now 2-1. Um, so, you know, we've got a good record against them at the moment. In terms of, you know, taking this game, heading into Friday, that will really help with the momentum, the confidence. And, you know, we'll draw on that with a home advantage, you know, playing at the Academy Stadium, which will be the first time that we've played actually played United at the Academy as well. So, you know, we've got a really good record at home in the WSL. So, there are a lot of positives heading into this one and we really need to draw on those to ensure that, you know, we are getting maximum points, and especially in these two games as well. Yeah, I mean, City will be going into this game feeling, like you say, feeling really confident. We're playing well. Um, you know, we've got players coming back from injury. We've got a good uh, set of players in the squad who can come in and play. I think there'll be a lot of confidence. We're at home, you know, as far as, as, far as the team are concerned, they'll be going into this game you know, wanting the three points. We all want to win a derby no matter what. Um, you know, we wouldn't care if we were second and third, first or second or the bottom two, everyone wants to win the derby. Um, but if you take that out of it just for a minute, it's, a, it's another really important game because it puts us above them if we win. Um, you know, I think we need to really be looking at winning every game and seeing what that can do for us. And then obviously the next game is the derby. So, you know, as you say, I mean, we've got such a good home record. I think we should be very confident going into any game. We've played so well since Christmas. We've played so well 
for 90 minutes against Chelsea in the Continental Cup. But, you know, they, they snatched that last minute equaliser and then did us an extra time. Even that game, I don't think that'll have dented the confidence too much because of how well the team performed that night. Every other game we've won. So there's nothing to be to, to be scared of. We go at that like we go at any other game. I'm sure Gareth's drilling that in. I'm sure he's got his, his TV in his mind. As you say, we don't know if Sam's going to be available or not. But if not, we, we've got plenty of players who, who are in great form. So confident as ever. Yeah. In terms of magnitude, though, do you feel that this is one of the biggest derbies we've played in terms of, you know, what the result could mean in terms of the table standings? Well, yeah, because it, it's, it's obviously we're at the moment third and if we beat them, it's, it would go second and they'll be looking at it. They could put a gap between us and them because we've got a game in hand and stuff like that. So, yeah, it is very important. It really is. But I think you'll if you ask any, any City or United fan, they'll say any derby is important. Yeah, yeah. But in terms, in terms of the league, definitely, yeah, it is. It's, it's crucial. It's yet another... The old cliche, it's another six-pointer, isn't it, really? And United certainly have been in the mix for title contention. We can't obviously bush over that. Um, showing their worth in terms of results. Have you been surprised by United's season so far and the impact that they've had on the, the league this season? Um, I think they were always going to be an improved side to what they were last season. I think, you know, it's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint, so... It's it's a very different thing when you're upright at the top of the table and you and you're playing games than it is if you're chasing. So I think there's probably an extra bit of pressure on you there when it comes to those bigger games. Um, but you know they strengthened the squad in the summer, um, and I think everybody would would be expecting that they were going to be uh, at the very least challenging for a European spot. Um, and they've had you know they've had some decent results along the way to. To keep them up there. They finished fourth. Were they fourth when it was stopped last season? So they finished, technically yeah, finished fourth. They were doing all right last season, really. But, you know, you, you look back at when City first come in this league, you know, you, you if you strengthen them right and hit the ground running, you know, you, you can tend to have a good season. So probably not surprised me that they're up where they are, you know, top four. Um, but as they found out on Sunday, there's a lot of good teams in this division. If you're not at it on any given day, Teams like Reading, because we've had Reading come and beat us at home we've in the past. It's happened to us. Uh, teams like Reading and, uh, you know, you mid-tail Everton, there's another one. Who, who On the day, they can give you a game. They can give you a shock. If you're not quite at it, they can beat you. Definitely, because it's happened to City. We've seen it happen. So, you know, you've got to be on it week after week after week at the top because you're there to be shot down, aren't you, once you're in the top two or three? Knowing Casey Stoney, knowing the kind of manager that she is, um, she'll be looking to her United side to bounce back following that 2-0 defeat against Reading on Sunday. They'll want to cause a bit of an upset at the Academy Stadium. But equally, City will wanting to take points off their rivals and will not want to settle for anything less, especially after drawing against them earlier in the season. What are your expectations heading into Friday? Uh, high tempo, because I think both teams play that way anyway. If you think about that first league game, that two-all game, um, we dominated the first half. They came back well at us in the second half. Um, I'm expecting a reasonably similar sort of game to that. Um, hopefully, if we can dominate the first half as we did at their place, we can keep it going into a second half, and I would think we'd win the game. Um, you know, that's that's the trick, though, isn't it? It's not always that easy to do. You, you know, you can only play your own game plan and stick to it, but I think it should be a good game of football because both teams play the right way. 
I think there'll be a few goals. I don't care if it's a terrible game of football and we just win 1-0 <laughs> and everybody thinks it was <laughs> really good win. win. <laughs> yeah, we win. Ugly wins, we like them. <laughs> the, the saddest thing is, as you say, I mean, it's the first ever one at the academy and there's no fans in there. So that's really sad because it would be absolutely jumping. It would. Friday I, night under the lights in there. Yeah, big crowd. I think if it was at the yeah. academy, if we could have got in there, would have drawn a big crowd. Would have been a fantastic yeah. atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a shame that we can't. Yeah, that's the only shame about it, really. But it is what it is. So let's win it anyway. Yeah, definitely. Um, just before you go, it would be great to just talk about Ellie Roebuck. Obviously, earlier in the month, it was announced that Ellie Roebuck has signed a new three-year contract with Manchester City, committing to the club until summer of 2024, having joined City in 2015 at the age of 15, having previously been on the books at Sheffield United Centre of Excellence. Roebuck went on to sign her first professional contract in January of 2018 and Elias since continued to become an integral part of the City squad and one of the most exciting young players of the women's game. How pleasing was it for you to see Ellie commit to the club? Oh, it was absolutely brilliant. I was so happy when I saw it. You know, you talk about Ellie, she's a young player. You know that she's got so many years of of great football ahead of her. So to know that she's uh, signed up for another kind of three years is is fantastic. And it goes to show kind of that she's got faith in what she's doing at the club as well. You know, she's got faith in uh, being part of the setup that's here. So it's really fantastic news. I'm so happy about it. Yeah, same here. Great, great. We're very lucky. We've got two great goalkeepers. So getting Ellie signed up for a, you know another great period of time like that is... It's crucial, you know. We do, we do it with a lot of our young players to try and secure them, and you know we, they've come up together a few of them now, and they're you know they're all part of the squad. It's great to see. So yeah, fantastic signing. And again, you know she's had a fantastic season as well this uh, this season so far, and uh, as you know had some of those crucial moments. And again, you know if she's in the squad on Friday, it could be another a big opportunity to show the quality keeper that she is. Oh yeah, well definitely. If you think back to the derby at the Etihad last season, that save she made in that that day, you know, it was game changing save, and that's not the first time she's done that. Um, so yeah, uh, we expect her to play Friday. I would imagine. You never know. It, it could go with KB. It's possible, but um, I don't mind which she play because I think they're both possibly the best two goalkeepers in the WSL, in my opinion. So yeah, brilliant. It's great to see you commit to the club. Enjoy the game on Friday. Thank you so much for speaking to me tonight and hopefully we'll catch up soon. Take care, Emma. Thank you. Thanks, Emma. Cheers. Bye. Nat, John, thank you so much for joining us as we preview the upcoming derby on Friday in the WSL. How are you both? Fine, doing good. Happy. Good stuff. John? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Let's see how we bounce back uh, after the uh, results on the the weekend, yeah? Yeah, it's great to welcome you both on the podcast for the first time. I can't believe it's actually took us this long to get you on. Uh, but for those that might not know, would you just like to introduce yourself? Although I can't see anybody not, not knowing who you are, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, I'm Natalie. I'm the chairperson of the Barmy Army. We are 
in my opinion, the best fans in the land. And, you know, we're just, we're, I'm the kingpin, queenpin of the supporters club. Yeah, uh, I'm Jonathan, John Foster, MUSC on Twitter. Um, member of the Barmy Army uh, because of Natalie. So thank you, Natalie, for inviting me into that group. And I'm also a host on Orphe United um, every Sunday and Thursday, where Natalie's on my show as well. In terms of magnitude, has there ever been a bigger derby? No, not for me. I think when we started uh, and we were in the Championship, I remember it was just sort of like, yeah, United, but, you know, this city is blue and all this kind of talk. And I think this season we've just shown, no, it's red. Um, we're out here. We're... Uh, showing our strength, and you know we're sitting above you, as 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 we Thanks should. Thanks for a you reminder. Well, no, <laughs> we are. Um, great top, and for me, I just think, you know, the city want to sort of say, yeah, it's still we're still the dominant force, or you know, is this now time for us to say, you know, leave a marker, and you know, this city is ours, men and women. Let's go. <laughs> What think, about you, John? Yeah, I think the difference this time is um, we're actually both competing for something, aren't we? Whereas uh, the first season that we was in the WSL, um, we would have been happy with fourth and and obviously you guys were pushing for the title, whereas now we're both pushing for the same thing. Um, we had a good start to the season. You're having a, a good um, continuation to the season now. So it is pretty much both equal on paper in my eyes. Um, and it's just going to be a cracking game. I said to Natalie, I'm expecting fireworks in this one. I'm expected to be a lot more physical, a lot more fiery. And that's what that's what I'm hoping for as well. Yeah, because the last two sort of occasions have been Derby sort of, they've been great games, but a bit flat. And we really want to see that sort of fire and, you know, who's going to come out on top and, and really show that out on the pitch as well. And I think that might um, reflect in the start of the 11 as well. If we see the likes of Paddy Lad, uh, Jackie, who likes to get in a tackle and Tunis. Uh, always up for a tackle as well from our side. I can really see uh, some good tackles going in. Yeah, and Kira Walsh, you know, from our end. Breaking <laughs> <laughs> legs, think, breaking legs tackles. That's I think Georgia Samway was quite feisty against um, Arsenal at the weekend. I think that was more sort of tactical though to sort of slow Arsenal down a little bit. But, you know, like you say, we've both got players that are, you know, can really rise to the occasion. And like you said, it's two teams now, sort of United City, both in the midst for title contention. And with the way the results went at the weekend, you know, unsurprisingly, well, surprisingly, not unsurprisingly, you know, with Chelsea dropping points, yourselves dropping points. Um, you know, for me, this game, like I said, is, is the magnitude of it now is, is just sort of increased that a little bit more and just really looking forward to seeing two good teams going at it basically on Friday night. I mean, how would you summarise your season so far? I mean, has it taken you by surprise given the positioning of United in the league? For me, yeah and no. Um, I remember just sort of the way that we started, but I remember just bringing in Preston Heath and I thought, you know, we can really do something here. And then obviously Russo came in in the middle of them and I thought, you know, this could be something. Um, I thought... Last season, a lot of our issues were down to dropping points against your West Ham's, against your uh, Bristol's, and now even even last year against Reading. And I thought if we could just win those games, you know, West Ham away, Bristol at home, that, that we dropped points in, I thought, you know, we'd be up there in the midst because I thought, you know, 
only last year, it was only like little one nil defeats. I thought if we could turn them round, get a few draws, which we have done, uh, get wins, which we did against Arsenal, then why can't we be up there? Why can't we be competing? And, you know, we've done that the first half. I think, you know, the start of this, we lost to Chelsea and then obviously losing to Reading. It's, it's, the Reading one is a massive one more than Chelsea, but those blips, we need to show now how we can come back from it. Uh, we've never been in this position where we've sort of expected to be like the dominant team and, you know, people were not expecting to win all the time. Casey called it a must win uh, after Reading. I still think it is, to be honest. Even definitely get like a point from it or something from it, you know, away from home at City. These are the games where you have to pick things up. Um, and then we're, we're in there. We can, I don't know if we'll win it, but we can... You know, being with a shout, we can determine who where it goes and hell, why can't we win it? Yeah, I mean, like you said, Casey has strengthened the squad so well for you this season. And and she really knows what she's looking at in terms of regards to, to quality and players to progress the team forward. But who's really impressed you the most this season so far and who do you think will be the ones to watch on Friday? For me, obviously, Leah Galton's been amazing. Um I think she probably had a quiet couple of games at the start, um, which kind of um, made some of the fans almost forget that she's there. And I'm, I'm talking about new fans there, not the fans who've been with us for the past couple of seasons. I think we always know what she's capable of. Uh, and I think she's just gone from strength to strength. I think Jackie Ronan has um, pretty much done really well in every game. But I think sometimes she's overshadowed by the players who scores goals. Uh, and in that, you, you look at two new stats this season, a fantastic and of course, Toby and Heath as well. So I think those four players for me have stood out attacking wise. Um, I, I mean, we, we could go through all, all through the team, can't we? But um, <laughs> you, you can look at everyone because you're not in a title race because of one or two players. But then you look at the defenders as well. Amy Turner has been, um, in my opinion, one of the best uh, centre backs in the WSL. And it's owner's first season in the WSL, and she's one of the best full backs in the league. So I think I just named six there, but um, <laughs> <laughs> there's a few there. And as for the actual season, um, I think I'm surprised about the league position, if I'm honest, because for me personally, I would have thought, you know, let's just break into that top three. I think because we've started off the season so well, it's really give us a, a push for that title. But each individual match, the fact that we've won the games that we have won, that's not really surprised me. And maybe the Arsenal game, because it, was, it looked fairly easy uh, in the end. But I think um, the individual games haven't surprised me that we've won. But the fact that we're uh, in a title race, it, albeit outsiders, um, I think that surprised me a little bit, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think City fans will, you know, have uh, sort of still have a bit of eyes on, on Ella Toon. And she's had a fantastic season for you guys as well, I feel. Yeah, Tooney, listen, don't keep your eyes on her. Tooney's a red through and through. Loves Man United. When it's come in, she's all like, yeah, yeah, love this, love that. Love the songs, love the flags. So, you know, there's no chance in that. Um, but yeah, she's done absolutely amazing. She didn't play a lot last year. Uh, she wanted to play 10 a lot when she came on as a 10 last year. I thought she did change the game. But, you know, Casey, I think she was just building her up into it and you know started this year she's been absolutely you know this season she's been absolutely fantastic and you know her numbers don't lie she's uh, one of our top goal scorers um alongside Leah and like these are the girls that started with us from 2018 so it's just great to see 
them kicking on. And as well with what John said, uh, Amy Turner, another one, you know, she looked sort of not pushed out, but was on the side. It was all about Abby. And then, you know, she's come back, won a place back, and it's the Turners and Turners in the middle again. So last weekend, United suffered a 2 0 defeat at home to Reading. And Casey will be looking for a response from the team uh, from Sunday. And we will be looking for a bit of an upset at the Academy Stadium, which will be actually the, like the, the first time the two sides have actually met and only previously played at the Etihad. And we seem to have played most of the derbies at <laughs> LSV. So we're lo- looking forward to obviously playing at home and having that home advantage. But what will you be expecting from United and how do you think they'll respond? I think that um, it's, it's a perfect game to come back to. I mean, not that you need... Not that you need a derby, not that you need um, such a crunch game. Um, but I think if ever there was any doubt that um, there was any complacency there, you can't be complacent against City, can you? So for us, I think it's a great game to come back. The only negative would be it's going to be a very tough game. So potentially we could lose three games out of four if we do lose against City. But I'm still going in there thinking it's pretty much even, Stephen. And if we play at our best, then a good chance that we will get something from the game. Um, my only concern really is um, City is obviously on their way up. So last time we played that we played City, I think we was doing really well and we was on form and it was City who was finding their feet. It looks like City have already found their feet now so I do think it'll be a lot harder game but I, I also think that we're, that we're capable of uh, getting something from that game. It's, it's, I, was sh- I was shocked. They didn't look like they wanted it. They didn't look like they were up for it. Reading wanted it more so if you go in with that kind of like lethargic, you know, unbothered attitude, then you're going to get turned over. If you go out there thinking, you know, I've got a point to prove. I want to keep my spot here. This is the team I want to play for. These are the fans I want to play for. This is the club I want to play for. Then you'll go out there and you'll you'll win it. I think, to, not win it, but like, I think City are doing really well. Like John says that, you know, it's, they're a different team from when we played them, but I still think it all comes down to your attitude in these games a lot. You know, do you want to win? Uh, who wants to win more? Um, crunching tackles, big tackles, in the faces, high press, uh, and take your chances. That's what I think, you know, we've read it. We didn't take any chances in the first half. Could have, you know, put the game to bed. Um, and then even when we went 1-0 behind, it was just stupid defending again that that let them get that second and then there was not really any fight after it and I just think if that's how you're going to go into it then you know you might as well give up the points now but if you really want it and you need to show that you really want it and then you can get something out of this game before you go I just want to try and get a prediction for the for Friday I mean it's always hard given it being a derby you know we've seen so many different score lines and never really much to separate the two sides. So in terms of prediction and score lines, what are you expecting? I, I'm thinking about a draw as well. I said 1-1 on uh, our podcast on our last show. Um, I think Natalie was expecting goals. I think uh, a couple of the other fans were expecting goals. I think because of how sloppy we were um, against Reading, I think hopefully we'll be a little bit more tight at the back. So I'll probably predict 1-1 and I'll take that. Um, and then let's see what we can do against the other teams and uh, still clinch that uh, top three place. That, that's my that's my uh, my aim. Obviously, if we do draw, then the title race may be over. But um, for me, I think a draw against City away is still a very good result. Yeah, I'd take a draw. Um, obviously, I want to win. If I'm going to give a prediction, I think I'll go 2-1 United. 
I just think it'll be tight. I think especially the way we've played, we need to be strong, you know, strong at the back. That's what we've built on, you know, clean sheets, win your game. So I think if we, we stop East from scoring, we can definitely get a few goals ourselves. And, you know, yeah, 2-1, hopefully. Well, looking forward to the game anyway, guys. Um, thanks for joining great to chat and it's nice like I said to have you on here because I'm usually talking to you aren't I, for, for United so it's nice to do it the other way around and uh, do you want to vote for your your social accounts is Twitter and and uh, well I'll put a link John to to the United channel but do you want to just mention that as well yeah so for myself um I'm only on Twitter so it's the John Foster MUFC that's spelled J-O-N Foster MUFC um and uh, back in September last year me and Natalie um, got asked to do um, a Man United fan channel um, and that's called All For United. Um, it's, it's, it is quite big, uh, especially on Twitter, so uh, please give that a check, uh, check out. Um, it does a men's team and a women's team, but me and Natalie just focus on the women's team. Yeah, and just anyone wants to sign up, supporters club, Bar Miami, get on it. Bar Miami, MUWFC. Thanks so much and uh, hopefully I'll see you at a game properly <laughs> <laughs> soon. Definitely, Hopefully, yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Take care. Thanks. Thank you. And that's it for this week's episode of MCW Fancast. Hope you've enjoyed it. Thanks to Dave and Jane from the OSC for joining me, and also to Nat and to John for joining me on behalf of the Red Side of Manchester. I really enjoyed chatting to them. Uh, we'll tag all the social accounts and a link to the Alpha United fan channel so you can go and have a look at that. And that's us for a couple of weeks. Um, after Friday, we're going to be breaking for international break. We'll be back with the podcast, all being well. I'm just looking at the calendar on the 26th of February uh, when we play Birmingham on the Sunday. So we'll be previewing that game. And just a bit of housekeeping for Friday night's game. Obviously, the game will be played behind closed doors, unfortunately, without fans. But you can watch the game live. It's available on BT Sport. BT Sport 2 is the channel. Uh, kickoff is 7 o'clock. And the coverage starts from 6.30pm. And that's it from us. Don't forget, if you're not already, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. If you just search at MCW Fancast, you'll be able to find us. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. So in the meantime, stay safe, everyone.